0: This is the intersection of assistive, educational, information, and accessible technology. Welcome to the Inclusive Technology Solutions Podcast with your host, Mike Marada.
1: Welcome to Episode 1 of the Inclusive Technology Solutions Podcast. I'm very excited to start this project. Uh, I've been talking about it for quite a while and just never seem to find a way to get it off the ground. Uh, so, this is the year, 2016. We'll take the plunge and we will get started. What I'm hoping to share with you throughout this podcast is the range of technology supports that are out there to support individuals with disabilities. Um, We're thinking about the blurring of technology. I chose the term inclusive technology because of that blurring in the field of technology that we're seeing now with people with disabilities. used to be assistive technology was expensive, fancy, complicated. People didn't want to use it fast-forward to today and technology is everywhere many of the assistive technology tools we use are consumer electronics that have been used in a unique way to meet the needs of a person with a disability Uh, so that's what we'll focus on as we go through this Uh, some of the topics we'll talk about mobile devices we'll talk about wearables that's a huge subject that I think will just explode in the next year or so So we'll look at watches and any other type of wearables that might be out there. Um, We'll talk about Chrome. If you've followed anything that I do online, I talk a lot about Chrome. I love Chrome. But we'll talk about beyond Chrome even. Technology supports that are profile-based where the supports live in the cloud. And we can use any device to access them. And I think that's what we'll see in, in the future for technology supports. Uh, So that's what we're going to do in this podcast. We're going to do that. You'll hear from me quite a bit, Um, unfortunately. Sorry, that's just the way it's going to be. But you'll also hear from experts, people that I would call friends in the field of assistive technology. And they will talk to us. They'll come from an array of backgrounds. They'll come from K-12, post-secondary, employment, uh, community living. They'll come from all those backgrounds. Each episode will have a feature interview we'll we'll pull one of those people aside and we'll talk with them about technology and where they see the field going Um, but not just the tools we won't spend our time focusing on just tools we'll spend our time looking at solutions innovative solutions and yes that will include tools but more importantly it's going to be strategies and ways to meet someone's needs with technology so i'm glad you're here let's get started
0: And now the Inclusive Technology Solutions podcast featured interview.
1: Well, in future episodes, this is where you would hear an interview between myself and a professional working in the field of assistive technology. But since this is episode one, I don't have any interviews yet. So you're stuck with me. Uh, But what I did want to do, instead of an interview, I did want to highlight uh, a program I'm working on that I'm really excited about and I want to share. Uh, it's called Technology Beyond the Classroom. It's something that started last year as a grant that I received through our Tech Act project in our state, uh, Disability Rights New Jersey, and I developed a six-week training program uh, for individuals with cognitive disabilities to learn about mobile technology and how they can use it to become more independent. And so I partnered with a local ARC, the ARC of Monmouth, and delivered this training across the six-week span last summer to approximately 25 individuals. What was interesting about this program is I went into it expecting to show them all the features of different kinds of devices. Tablets, smartphones, iPads, Android, any of the things that came in. Uh, But what I found was that all the participants, actually to a person, had either an iPhone or an iPad So what we ended up doing over the six weeks was learning about all the built-in features of these devices. It was fun to talk with them about the idea of what do you do with your device. Many of them had smartphones, and when you ask what they do with it, they did nothing more than text, take pictures, go on Facebook. Uh, No one used the calendar. No one used the reminders app. No one used uh, the maps No one was using any of these pieces that were built into these devices that we could use to make them more independent as they go out in the community. So that was the thrust of the six-week program. What was interesting at the end is that we had individuals who became very good at using their devices, uh, both with the built-in apps and actually with some apps we purchased for them. We showed them how to use the built-in accessibility features. Uh, Many of the individuals were not readers. So to get them to use the speak selection that was built into the iOS was huge. Uh, Now they could listen to texts from someone. They could go to a web page and they could listen to it spoken out loud. So even just showing them that was a huge step forward in their independence. Uh, But what's really exciting and why I wanted to share it uh, is that I've recently started the next group of individuals. So I'm starting now with a 10 week program. And what we're doing in this 10-week program is similar to what we did in the summer. So we'll do the basic, how does your device work? What's built into it? How do you use it and all that fun stuff. But what we're gonna do on top of that is we're actually going to introduce Genius Hour uh, to the individuals. Now, if you're not familiar with Genius Hour, in Genius Hour, the participant drives the learning. And so what we have is that individuals are able to come up with ideas of a project that they are interested in. And so what we're going to do is we're going to have some discussion and we're going to generate some ideas and they are going to lead their own learning. And what I'm hoping is that they will use the skills that we've developed over these uh, past weeks to research topics, to connect with people online, to develop a plan to finish their project and then demonstrate what they've learned through an electronic book that they will create on their mobile devices using the book creator app. So I'm very excited about that and we're just starting it now. So we're really just in the brainstorming part, but I did want to share that about that program that I'm working in, because it is very exciting. And uh, as we go through the podcast in future episodes, I'm hoping to have interviews with some of the participants and the staff and just kind of give you updates periodically about how we're doing with this process as we move through it. Starting with the next episode, we'll have featured interviews with uh, individuals who deliver technology services to people with disabilities, so keep an eye out for that.
0: Learning, sharing, connecting with other professionals. Twitter provides an amazing platform for professional growth. Every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, a dedicated group of people connect online in real time to discuss the most important issues facing individuals with disabilities and the technology used to support them. This is the AT Chat Review.
1: AT Chat is a great resource, and if you're not participating, you're missing out on something big. And I'm not just saying that because I'm the co-moderator, I'm saying it because it is that good. Uh, Every Wednesday night with Karen Janowski, we tackle the issues related to assistive technology, and technology supports in general for people with disabilities. I'm going to use this time each episode to highlight some of the discussion that came up and hopefully, perhaps even whet your appetite to join us on a Wednesday night at 8 o'clock Eastern. So, a recent topic we were talking about focused on our mentors in AT and how we got started as AT professionals. The question that I really enjoyed the conversation that followed was, if you could travel back in time, what advice would you give yourself about delivering AT services. Right away, when that question came up, and of course, as the co-moderator, I knew it was coming, my first thought was right away, talk less, listen more. Everyone has ideas to share. Give them a chance to help develop the solution. Jim jumped in and said, consumer's voice is most important, even if you think you have the best solution. Karen said, help teams build capacity. Move away from the expert model and learn from students. They can teach us so much. Vicky said, don't be afraid to take the time up front to build consensus around a solution. Leads to better outcomes and less time later. Darla's comment was simple and straight to the point. Presume competence. Maureen reminded us, patience, patience, and more patience. Build capacity. Learn from others. And finally, Mark gave our past selves some hopeful words. He said, hang in there. Twitter is coming and an amazing and supportive PLN. So... You heard that. What would your advice be? Like Mark said, Twitter can be a powerful component of your PLN. Share your expertise and learn with us. So hopefully I'll see you in a future AT chat.
0: Let's wrap it up.
1: So we come to the end of episode one. I've had a good time. I hope you have too. Uh, Just some things before we wrap up. Some show notes. Looking forward to some future episodes. Coming up in just a couple weeks is the ATIA conference in Orlando, Florida. Looking forward to that for sure. Always a great opportunity to connect with other professionals, talk about new ways to implement technology, see the new tools that are out there. Specifically for this podcast, I'll have an opportunity to connect face-to-face with many of the people that I'm hoping to bring to you on future episodes. If you're not able to go... I would say to you, follow along online. You know I'm a big Twitter fan. Follow along the Twitter hashtag. It's hashtag A-T-I-A-16. So keep following that. Participate in the conference even if you're not there. Uh, Ask questions. Follow up with people. Learn new information. You don't have to be there in order to learn. So I hope you do that. I want you to be part of this experience. So I have a tool called SpeakPipe that's loaded on my website, and it gives you a chance to leave recorded messages that I can play in a future episode. So just head over to my website, mmatp.com, and click on the link for the Inclusive Tech Solutions podcast. Record your own message for an upcoming episode, share a comment, a resource, a good idea, whatever you want. We all have something valuable to add to the conversation, and I look forward to having you be part of the podcast. Thanks for listening to episode one of the Inclusive Technology Solutions podcast. This podcast was produced by me, Mike Murata. The music in this podcast is by bensound.com and is used under the Creative Commons license. Until next time, keep learning and keep sharing.